from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Boy, it's a mess. It's red. It's red, red, red. <laughs> red, red, red. Actually, just as an aside, I hear you talking about um, ISO and home ISO. Day six of isolation here, courtesy of a COVID case in the house. Uh, it's a long 10 days when you're just waiting on those rack tests, I can tell you. But anyway. So you're going for 10, so, and you're feeling fine, you haven't got it, I take it? Uh, try our best, we cannot get COVID off the uh, off the infected one. <laughs> try to, anyway, yeah, but Tuesday mornings, they, they bring with them a bit of an extra bite at the moment because markets are pretty nervous going into the weekends with that uncertainty over sort of what developments we'll see in Europe over the weekend. And of course, we don't get to see the offshore market reaction here in New Zealand until Tuesday morning. Now, during our daytime session yesterday, the key development was a very skittish oil market. Um, the reported high on Brent crude overnight was uh, 139 US dollars, but karma trading, karma has prevailed and settled at 130 bucks, now sitting just under 125 bucks. Um, look, in terms of where does that oil market actually get to? Well, you've just got to sort of pick a number at the moment. If so if Russia starts to have real issues selling its oil, I mean, then that's going to see higher prices. But the thing is, Mike, this will resolve itself. And I think Russia's not the only oil problem at the moment. So we are dealing with another couple of admittedly minor issues. Libya production there is problematic. Uh, you've got internal conflicts there affecting production. And you've still got these talks ongoing in Iran. This is all around their nuclear, their nuclear, um, their nuclear sort of footprint. Uh, any resolution there could release tens of millions of barrels of Iranian crude oil onto global markets. So, you know, there are other things going on. Look, just in terms of trying to find some positives, Kiwi dollar. Now, the Kiwi dollar fell to around 65.50. It's recovered to over 68 cents. Now, that stronger New Zealand dollar does insulate us from some of the oil price hit. And given the current strength in our commodity prices, Historically, that has those strong commodity prices has been associated with a stronger New Zealand dollar. So there's a little glimmer of hope. Now, US markets, yes, Mike, they have weakened overnight. NASDAQ down one and a half percent. Oh, actually, a little bit more now. It's two percent. The S&P 500 uh, around two percent weaker as well. That follows that real slump in European markets on Friday night. That nervousness has continued. Uh, and don't discount this nervousness in Europe. Mike, when nuclear issues become front and centre, I can tell you from personal experience, I was in Europe. I was in northern Italy in 1986 when Chernobyl accident occurred and the fear there was palpable. It was extreme. So you have to sort of factor that in. Um, now, even... Even though nuclear plant plant side has much improved, I think borders become pretty irrelevant when people are worried about nuclear stuff. Anyway, Mike, gold hitting highs overnight, $1,977, seeing a bit of flight to safety there. So it's a day-to-day -day proposition mm. markets at the moment, Mike. Should I buy a mobile tower? Yeah, go get a tower. Okay. Go get a tower. Mm. News yesterday that Vodafone New Zealand, they're looking to sell their mobile towers. It's quite, it's quite a big transaction. I wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't. We're talking potentially over a billion dollars here, and it's becoming something of a trend. And in a way, it sort of highlights the maturity of the mobile telecommunications sector, the infrastructure behind the delivery of communications now becoming more of sort of a passive long-term investment. Uh, Vodafone New Zealand, they've appointed a couple of investment banks who advised on the sale of, uh, sale of these assets, the passive mobile infrastructure tower assets. So basically, you're talking towers, masts, poles, that sort of stuff. Remember, Vodafone uh, now uh, owned by jointly by Infratil and Brookfield Asset Management. That happened a couple of years ago. So they're splitting these things off into a separate business. Uh, I think I think it generates around it 
would generate around $50 million a year in earnings. Uh, so these things aren't seen as giving Vodafone a competitive advantage anymore. That's really more focused on the non-physical assets. Uh, Spark's looking at doing the same thing as well. It's happening in Australia too. It's about 1,500 wholly owned mobile towers. But don't worry, Mike, you'll still be able to jump on social media on your mobile whenever you like. Good. You're going Starlink, aren't you? You're talking I'm, about Starlink. I'm going Starlink. Yeah, us in the country, we, we love it. We love Elon in the country. Anyway, fascinated what the, to hear how that will go. Well, well, I'll let you know. What are the numbers? Ah, uh, the Dow Jones. Oh, it's down six hundred and fifteen points right now, just under thirty-three thousand. So that's a one point eight percent fall. As I said, four two four two on the S and P five hundred. That is a two percent fall at this stage and a similar percentage fall on the NASDAQ, 13,026. Um, overnight, the FTSE 100 was actually reasonably stable, uh, 6,972. Um, the Nikkei, 25,221, that was down just under 3%. Shanghai Composite down 75 points, 3,372. Uh, the Aussie market lost 1% yesterday, 7,038, and we lost 1.88%, closing at 11,000. 913 Kiwi dollar 0.6824 against the US, 0.9321 against the Aussie, 0.6282 against the Euro. Against the pound, we're over 52p. Remember mid-February that was under 49, so it's around a 6.5% gain there. 78.76 yen, gold $1,978, and Brent crude as I look at it, $122.50. All right, mate, see you tomorrow. Appreciate it. JMIWealth.co.nz, Andrew Callaghan.